Yeah, what's wrong with the beer we got? Listening to the best best friends podcast in the world. Who do you think you are? I am. Yo, what's up, everybody? I like how the banter just stops as just soon as stops. we do the podcast audio. You're like, it just start stops. the podcast audio and professional. Yeah, if you want the cool banter before the podcast, get on stream. Totally. We tell you every week, get on stream. It's stupid for not being on stream. Sorry I interrupted you, though. Tell me, okay. continue. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the greatest podcast to exist in the history of podcasts. The internationally acclaimed Cindy Crawford approved podcast of hops, high fives, and friendship. <laughs> I had to do it. All right, <laughs> I am. Uh, I am your host. The we're changing it up. Lord of the Lean. Lord of the Lean. Lord of the Lean. King of the Crunk. <laughs> Took me two tries. I see your. Uh... You're keeping it. You're keeping the lean out of this episode. I'm proud of you. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, making positive steps towards recovery. I'm keeping the lean lean. OK, yeah. Keeping it, it lean. Yeah, it's a uh, we're easing ourselves in, Dan. Using the lean sparingly. Yeah. OK. Yeah, it's a it's a I um, mean, it's not it's not the summer yet. So, I'm, yeah, I'm I'm rationing myself out. You know, we don't want to go. We don't want to we don't want to go full stained teeth like the codeine. It's a it's a bit much. It's like it's like working out before the summer to get that beach bod. Mm -hmm. So you're just like you're getting that lean bod going. Yes. So, yeah, you're just using the lean sparingly. Yes. OK, well, it'll we'll probably kick it in the full gear at some point. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm proud of you, though. I'm All proud right. of you're making steps like that. <laughs> All right. I'm Tom. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm your other host, the hot master general, the Royers Ford Rattlesnake. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Never letting that go. It's no. Dan. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, and uh, as you know, it's the the year of the late 90s, early 2000s hip hop. I, this has been a I, I feel like this has been a smash success. It has. Um, and if you haven't gone to the playlist yet, click the link in our Instagram bio and head on over to our Spotify playlist. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Spotify playlist. We Summer of the late. 90s early 2000s we got a good one oh, because you're gonna want to go and and check out the update after this episode because we got a good one yeah we got a we have like an, it's on theme i would say it's a uh it's a ballad this yeah is, this is a this is like the ballad of the late 90s early 2000s yes i would i would agree with that it's like the it's like the end of like the gangster rap era yeah getting it you know so this is like early late yeah 90s. people start dying off it's just oh, man. yeah it's, it's on point though um all right everybody and it, it goes with the theme of the episode and you'll you kind of you'll, yeah, you'll get it you'll get it you'll soon. get it you'll, you'll get, get it, it soon yeah all right everybody and we are the best best friends podcast in the world play it
I'm going to stop it now so we don't get copyright strike. I don't miss my Uncle Charles, y'all. <laughs> and I miss my uncle. <laughs> uh, uh, you played it once, and that's all we could think about the entire about. time. I miss my Uncle Charles, y'all. All right. So. All right. We got a, we got another. Uh, we're we back. got another banger in the uh, playlist yeah. there. So yep. definitely go check that out. Yeah, we got a. We're back on our. We're back. We're back on our bullshit here, Dan. We're bringing breweries back on the podcast. Yep. And it's not just the uh, dog and pony show that is Tom and Dan this time around. I know everybody loved the uh, the the Tom and Tom and Dan solo cast, but uh, you know we're uh, we're crazy. Like we had a lot of viewers last week, Dan. I know we did have a lot of viewers. Yeah, viewers. That's, that's, you know that's who, true. You know who we haven't seen? Who? Mister Tiny Hands. Oh yeah. Where's Mister Tiny Hands? Mister Tiny Corn Dog? You mean? Oh, that's what it is, Mister Tiny Tiny Corn Dog. I don't know. He might be back on the. He might uh he might visit the stream tonight. Oh, he, I wouldn't he was a he was a late uh entry into the stream, so well he wasn't there. He didn't even get in last week. We got no Mr. Tiny Corn Dog last week. I know, week. but you know what? I missed him. We gotta find him. Affected me all week. I know. We have to find him and we make do. sure we can get him back in the stream. We'll figure it out. Mr. Tiny Corn Dog, come back, please. <laughs> Baby, come back. <laughs> oh, come on now. <laughs> Don't make me bring that one up. All right. Um so, like we said, we are uh, we're bringing back the uh, we're bringing back the we're, the brewery. We're bringing back brewery guests. Uh, but before we do that, we'll oh, do yeah, a little, little housekeeping. A little housekeeping, guys. Yeah. Uh, so, as always, we want to. Oh, hold on. Let me. Uh, Come on, Dan. Ah, yeah, there what it you is. Doing? What you doing? That beautiful lo-fi music. What you, what you doing, doll? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. As always, we want to mention to follow, rate, and review the podcast. Follow us on all major podcast platforms. Ask Alexa to play our podcast. Guarantee it works. Um, maybe. I don't know. I haven't done Alexa. You're not Alexa household, are you? No. Okay. No, I'm not. I don't know. Tell us if it works if you have an Alexa. Um, we were told it does. But, um, yeah, follow us on all major podcast platforms. Um, give us a rating on there. Tom, what's our rating? Five star party. Two hands. That's ten. But they couldn't see the... the oh, okay. The, 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 the... <laughs> but, yeah, five stars, guys. Give us five-star rating. Um, the comments or the uh, actual review itself is where you can get creative. Um, you can make fun of us. Give us a scathing review. Give us a great heartfelt review. Make us tear up a little bit. If you like the podcast, you know, give us a give us a nice review. I'll cry. I guarantee it. I we don't cry. have any new reviews, do we? No. Okay. But hey, if uh, you leave a nice heartfelt review, we might read it here with some yeah beautiful music, maybe some Bone Thugs again. Yeah. And while you're doing that, you can support the podcast, guys. There's a there's an OnlyFans. No. Oh, okay. No, not yet. Okay. Um, I got feet pics. Just didn't haven't set up the account yet. I know. We're waiting for we're waiting for our first plan, Plan A. So why don't you tell us about Plan A before we go to Plan B? So Plan A is you guys can support the podcast by donating. Um, you know, with help from viewers like you, uh, we can do things like get merch out and do uh, other cool stuff, like get new equipment so we sound better and look better. We're we're getting slowly getting there. We got we got makeup lights, Dan. I, got I know in, we got individual makeup I don't, lights now. I know, and it's kind of dark in here. And the more I look at myself in this stream, the more I keep thinking of like the Blair Witch Project. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so scared. <laughs> it works. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So if you want us to get even better lights, uh, we can get a whole lighting rig. Um, I'll set it up. We'll get green screens. We'll do this bitch from outer space. I don't care. Um, <laughs> we'll talk to Bezos. Yeah. We got it. 
Um, so, uh, yeah, go, uh, go to our anchor.fm slash best, best friends pod slash support, something like that. It's in our link in our check bio. The, yeah, check the link in our bio on Instagram, uh, on Facebook too. Yeah. Link tree. Um, link yeah, tree. Check out that link tree. It is anchor.fm slash best, best friends pod to support the podcast. So you could just actually just go to anchor.fm. Yeah, there's, I guess a, there, the, there's a whole thing. There's it's, a whole, yeah. There's a whole nother link. I, I don't know. Anyway, link in the bio. Yep. And, uh, and plan B, if we don't get anything, we are going to start showing our feet. Yeah. All right. We don't make, we don't make money through the podcast. So the only way to do it is through listeners like you. Uh, PBS. Yeah. It's nice. You like that. We'll give out tote bags. We'll do it. Oh we'll, yeah. We'll tote bag you up. Yeah. We're going to think of things to do if you donate, uh, tote bags, PBS tote bags was one of them. So cool. yeah. Cool. Awesome. All right. Um, one more thing though. Oh yeah. We Hop- are a uh, part of the hopped up network. Hopped Up Network is an ever-growing group of independent beer podcasts. Check out all the other podcasts on the network at www.hoppedupnetwork.com. We reached out to them on social media, you know, Instagram, at Hopped Up Network, yeah. asking them to be on the podcast, and I think they just started giving us suggestions instead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they got it that we were like, mm-hmm. hey, do you want to come on the podcast? They were like, oh, hey, you guys should totally have these guys on. And I was like, we were, yeah. we were asking you guys. We I mean, talk about you every episode. Let's have you guys on. Yeah. I want to yeah. meet. I've only met one of the people of Hopped Up Network. So we I think meet. the other one's like a silent partner. Yeah. We got to meet the brain trust behind yeah. this. All right. Let's bring our, uh, let's bring our guests on. Yeah. We're get, going get thirsty. Going back out to the land of the yins. The yins, the black yeah. and yellow. Yes. The, uh, you know, where, which one? Going back down to Blue Slide Park. Dawn of the Dead was set there, right? Dawn of the Dead. Was Dawn of the, oh, was that that mall? Is that the. Yes. Isn't it? Yeah, which was the one we went to the movies with the horrible one with John Lair- John Leguizamo. Oh, that oh that one was Pittsburgh. That was yeah. uh, Land of the Dead. Land of the Dead. Oh, boy, was that a stinker. That was a stinker. Yeah. All right. So let us bring on our guest. We have Lauren and Ben from Necromancer out in, I don't know exactly what portion. Everybody says Pittsburgh, and then there's like a <laughs> a portion of Pittsburgh that you're from. It's like when you're from Philly and yeah. you say you're from, you know, from like Philly. Fairmount or something. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> anyway, hey guys, how's it going? What's up? <laughs> What's up? All I heard was uh, Hershey Squirt. <laughs> Damn it, Ben! Why'd you bring Rock. it back up? <laughs> Lives. <laughs> Damn it, Ben! <laughs> I, don't worry. Drink the beer. It'll make you feel better. Everything's good. This my tummy is settling down, but now it's getting nervous because you brought it back up again. <laughs> nah, just just think about beer and shit. You're giving them the like tummy that. rums. Uh, yeah, this I'm compl- getting anxiety now. <laughs> I thought about this the other day, and we this is completely not by uh, you know not on purpose, but it's four twelve, which is you know it's Pittsburgh. Are you guys four twelve? Are you some of those lowly seven two four people? I'm oh, 412. I, I'm four one two. Four one two. I'm four one two. Man, look at the. I got planning. I got all the I got the area code. I got the zip code. Necromancer wow. is in one five two three seven. So we're. It actually says Pittsburgh, PA, in our address, but we're in the burbs. Yeah, we're in Jen, the burbs. Jen just says north. So, <laughs> so go to north. Uh, if you want to find Necromancer, just go north. North. Get on your pony, and your pony <laughs> will fall into a couple uh, lakes and rivers on the way. Get hit by a few uh, might, angry drivers, and yeah, uh, you might get dysentery along the fans. way. <laughs> you have died of dysentery. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so we're going to be jo- enjoying some uh, 
Necromancer beer. Talking um, about some Necromancer on the podcast. It's such yeah. a metal name. I love yeah. it. It's such, every time I say it, I'm like, God, it's so <laughs> badass. <laughs> yes, it's very metal. So, um, yeah. we are, I think we're going to start with... Um, you want to bring that up? I'll get the uh, beers. Yeah, so I think we're going to start with a, uh, a beer that kind of embodies the spirit of the brewery. Um, and, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm just making blind assumptions here. Um, so we're going to do Rag and Bone, uh, which is an English golden ale. Um, so let me bring... Hold up. on, I've been waiting to do this since we rearranged the cameras. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Here you go, Tom. Oh, thank you, Daniel. <laughs> That was a good handoff. <laughs> um, all right, so let me bring up the the uh, untapped. Uh, <laughs> untapped. Yeah, boo untapped. We haven't updated our untapped in a while. Are we going to have a Viking funeral for it? No, it's just I need the time to do these professional shoots with the, the <laughs> giant box of empty cans behind you, Dan. I know, there is a... There is a giant box of empty cans behind me i mean professional photo shoot you have this ring light it's right here yeah well no now that i do i have to set up the background and everything our our very professional background i feel like i just got caught by a cop doing something and this is the flashlight it's been on my face the entire time (laughs) um all right so we're gonna be doing rag and bone um which look at that description boy is it lengthy who, write, who writes the descriptions of this thing, Ben? That would be the other owner, Aaron. And uh, maybe you'll find the Easter egg to discover why we write such descriptions or not. Who All knows? Right. Everybody who knows? be on the lookout for an Easter egg. Uh, All right. I'm, I'm also just want to say fuck untapped. <laughs> I feel like that's my obligation as a brewery yes. owner to be like, and you know, on behalf of Lauren too. fuck you untapped. Hell yeah. I mean, yeah. not, the plat- not the platform, but you know, the, uh, the people on it. <laughs> platform, great. People suck. <laughs> yes, this this is the hill that Dan and I will die on. Yeah, platform- hey, untapped. If you're listening, you're not. But if you are, get rid of the rating system. Just yeah. keep the check-ins. Yep. App app, great people, just real horrible, real bad people. All people right, people who shouldn't be rating beers. So, um, before I die of thirst. Uh, we're going to get into this uh, rag and bone English golden ale for 4.5% alcohol by volume. Um, let's, let's do this real. Let's burn through this, Dan. When you think of typical of typical session beers from England, you probably imagine an amber or ruby colored beer, like a bitter, just the name suggests. However, the British golden is pale in color, which is relatively unique for mainstream English beers. The resulting malt bill is kept light I'm with for the fresh drink. <laughs> with flavors of fresh bread and a touch of biscuit while putting the emphasis on a zippy hop quality. Foregone examples of the style originally utilized English hops, but modern resurrections tend to utilize American citrus flavored hops to maximize the refreshing experience of the beer. For us, we picked three classics, Centennial, Amarillo, Amarillo, and Citra. The eclectic collection of techniques inspired the name and brand behind this beer, the 19th century Britain rag and bone men traveled on foot street by street, collecting items left by the wayside and reselling them to people who give these dusty gems, new life and purpose. <sighs> I've, I've got a guess on the uh, Easter egg. Is it the word resurrection? Since you guys are necromancers. I was going <laughs> to say that they're repurposing or they're 
giving these dusty gems of uh, beer styles new life and purpose. That would be my guess. Oh, we nah, know. you're all wrong. God oh. damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, if we get into some of the history of the brewery, I, I'll I'll uh, oh, we I'll show you my cards and all the good stuff as to why. We, we'll have the aha we've, moment. We've we've yeah. copied so long. So, <laughs> all right, so all right, Tom. Let's crack these yeah. and get going because they're probably already halfway through yes. theirs. All right, Daniel. <laughs> well, three, two, one. Ooh. I might be on my second rag and bone. I'm never going to tell. You can't see. <laughs> this guy's having a little party on the back porch. He's got stogie. He's got his golden ale going. I think that's our making first. me jealous. I think it's our first stoke on the uh on the podcast oh man it's a uh speaking of pittsburgh one thing you don't associate with pittsburgh is uh cigars uh or cities in general there's a really great stogie shop called leaf and bean they have like the best cigars i've ever had so as Wait. often as i can get away with it i'm, I'm going to do this till i just drop dead is that the one in um that's uh what god damn the shopping area um not the north strip end. district yeah. yeah strip district that's strip district yeah that's the one the, the coffee shop and cigar bar yep yep there's a killer candy shop right there too <laughs> i forget what that one's called but yeah it's totally dope yeah they have surge Gandino is called cheers look at that Clinky. golden ale all right <laughs> can you go let's go this way Solancha. Wow, we almost looked like we were I'm all screwed up. I don't know which way left is and right is. Just like when I was a child. <laughs> That's a tale for another day. <sighs> There's always a tale for another day. <laughs> all right. Them first impressions. Well, I'm definitely getting a lot of the hop characteristic on that, but the finish though is definitely uh kind of tying it back to like that breadiness that you get from like a lot of the traditional English beers. So it's nice. It's very uh, it's very different because I I have a love for like the bitter, the ESB and stuff like that. And yeah. Whoa, Tom, watch out. All right. <laughs> and <Smelling> like a dong. <laughs> <laughs> but this like definitely has like a nice, subtle, hot bitterness that uh, I, I, this is actually the first time I've had a gold nail uh, or a British gold nail. So I'm definitely uh Definitely feeling all of the uh, description in all four paragraphs of that description right here. Yeah, it's um, <clears throat> it's really nice. It's it's very light. I, I do like the um, I'm getting kind of like a like a peppery characteristic from the hop. Yeah. Um, but like Dan said, that really nice light finish with the uh, like that bready, biscuity uh, aftertaste is really enjoyable. It's super light. Um. This one's I have a feeling it's going to go down real easy. That's what I like about the uh, the British beers, too. Um, well, I mean, this one's actually I believe in the I was briefly looking at the BJCP. It's in the Commonwealth category, yeah. not in the British beers category. Not sure what that uh, what that essentially means. I mean, do you guys probably nothing, <laughs> probably nothing. But I saw that because I was like, oh, that's that's different because uh, I guess the English IPA is also in that. So I'm not sure what that means. Uh, it's because this is kind of, so bitters are their own category and this is kind of, uh, yeah. in between, uh, closer to the, the English IPA. So let's talk about like you, you're kind of your, I guess your theme behind the, uh, the brewer that kind of sets you guys apart from other breweries is the whole, I guess the whole meaning of necromancers that you guys are 
kind of raising these long forgotten styles from the dead. So what, um, how did that all come about? It started in the beginning. All right. That was, yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> um, I was going to say something clever, I, but, uh, yeah. So long story short, um, I still have a branding agency, but branding agency is how I got into the beer sphere. Uh, we do a lot of brewery branding, product development, et cetera, et cetera. And so as part of the journey there, I was studying to become a certified Cicerone, which is the industry equivalent of a sommelier. And there was this, you know, this is a couple of years ago. So the Hayes train was still a runaway uh, and, and very strong. And you couldn't really find too much else in the market, especially in Pittsburgh. There was really not a ton um, of diversity to products. I mean, you had Penn Brewery, who Lauren worked for doing loggers, uh, but not not a ton of people were doing different things. So I came across this uh, category studying guidelines called historic beer styles. Yep. And I was like, you know what? It'd be really cool to start a brewery that focused, you know, at center point, its point of existing was resurrection style beers. And that was really the, the, the thing that got the whole process moving. And I just started going through the branding exercise. I was like, okay, resurrection necromancer is it available it was so i trademarked it and about two years later we're you know off and running and uh yeah in the in the process i was i was waiting for the brewmaster and i thanks to dancing gnome andrew from dancing gnome who i believe was on here mm -hmm. uh he introduced me to lauren and that's what got the project really off and running that's awesome yeah i love the i love the concept and it's funny that you mentioned that because i when i was we too are studying the uh, BJCP to you know, become, you know, I guess level one Cicerones to start. We'll, we'll, we'll keep climbing the ladder, I guess, <laughs> as well, we go. We're taking, we're, the whole goal is to take the BJCP certification test. Yeah. I don't, I don't we know. We should definitely live stream our, our live stream, our frustration on it. It'd be awesome. Yeah, it'd be bad. Um, but yeah, we've been kind of quizzing each other on the podcast with like different styles, just kind of doing the overall impression and see like reading it. And seeing if we can guess each other's beer that we picked out just to kind of get into that. And I was looking at the historical beers and I'm like, oh, I am so going to get Tom with one of these beers. <laughs> <laughs> that was like a whole plan. I'm like, and then when you start talking about, you know, bringing Necromancer on, we're like, oh, we're resurrecting these old beers. Tom's going to start studying now. Yeah. So I'm not going to choose one of those. And it, it makes so much sense that Ben's in the in the branding kind of industry there, because I feel like ever since you guys came on the scene, all we ever hear about is necromancer. I mean, even over it on our end of uh, our side of Pennsylvania, it's just necromancer, necromancer, necromancer. Yeah. And you guys recently partnered with, uh, who is it? Was it brew you to get the beers, I guess, delivered throughout the uh, state? Uh, no, they're a sponsor of a beer fest that uh, we're the, posting uh, with. Uh, yeah. Breweries and PA. Well, that's good. Lauren, they heard of us. Good job. <laughs> I always say Thanks. good job, Lauren, because I don't I don't have anything to do with making the beer taste really nice. Um, but that's cool. Yeah, it's good. You know, we're we're 10 months old. We'll be celebrating our one year. Uh, we've done 100 batches in 10 months, which is fucking crazy. If you talk to uh, any brewer that it's just insane. Lauren and her brew team are just they're going they're going crazy. They don't ever sleep. They just <laughs> 
they what? they're they're just they're going for it what size system are you guys running on uh, we have a three and a half barrel uh, system shit. we're maxing it out to about four and a quarter and we've got a double uh fermenter double bright uh so we can do some stuff uh yeah we're maxing it yeah <laughs> big time yeah that's crazy <laughs> 100, 100 batch. batches on a three barrel system and you guys aren't just cranking max, out hazies max out to four time <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's uh it's nuts i keep telling ben i need a bigger boat so <laughs> hopefully soon Oh, that's we, not my good wink. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> We've heard you guys got that. You have the space. We do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we have a, the building is 15,000 square feet total. The tap room space that we can use for tap room. It's not what we have right now is uh, 10,000 square feet. And then the brew house space is about 5,000 square feet. So yeah, okay. I have lots of growing room and, can do fun stuff in there so i'm pumped more room for activities right now we just uh bmx bike and and uh throw the frisbee around yeah there you go you guys you know, it's paddle jack races oh yeah, that, yeah that's a big one ryan wiped out today don't tell don't tell workers comp it just <laughs> don't tell don't tell osha yeah earmuffs osha earmuffs uh OSHA's yeah. not listening to the it podcast. just it the pictures that we we saw it just looks like the the first level of Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Yeah, the warehouse level. Yeah. Just like park a taxi in there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so I don't think we we mentioned uh, Ben is the owner of Necromancer. Lauren is head brewer. Um, so Lauren, how did you uh, how did you get started brewing? Uh, I mean, I home brewed for like fifteen years. Uh, I was finishing up some coursework, and I got my first. Uh, brewery job at Sun King Brewery in Indianapolis. Uh, I was doing some cellaring for them and working in the tap room. Uh, and I fucking loved it. The only reason I dropped it is because I got a got job in my field, uh, which is what actually brought me to, to Pittsburgh. Uh, and I did that for a few years and it wasn't really jiving. Um, so I was like, let's try the brewing thing. I loved it at, uh, at Sun King. I loved, I loved the job. I did not want to leave that job. Um, and then, yeah, I just kind of, got into the pro space um so yeah that's like the very condensed version <laughs> so we're yeah where he uh ben mentioned that you you were at penn um where else have you brewed uh i brewed at rock bottom brewery and then i did cellaring work i did some canning and tap room at hitchhiker i did some cellaring and tap room at hot farm um kind of worked all over the place um, that's, that's awesome yeah and then i was assistant head brewer at penn uh for, for a little while so it's another another one that we've had on that came from rock bottom as yeah. rock bottom roots like, which is so weird rock bottom was like a jumping off point for a lot mm -hmm. of a lot of uh people and just i guess having that platform of you know i guess i always call it like the mall brewery because yeah. like out here for us it was in the king of prussia mall which is like the biggest mall in the area and we, we always just call it the mall brewery because it was where we went like after we went like Christmas shopping or something. <laughs> yeah. Or we just like met up after caught like on like Christmas break from yeah. college. Like we like, I remember we, we first heard uh, some of the names that came out of there from uh, Mike from New Trail. Yeah, because he came out of there and he was like, you know, nice. we started naming people like Brian from Sterling Pig yep. came from there. It's like it, you just never associate the like that brewery with producing you know good quality brewers rock bottom's like the kevin bacon of like yeah. breweries 
10 degrees of rock bottom. <laughs> like, I feel like rock bottom is just going to like be affiliated with like some brewery at some point through mm. like some person who used to brew there and went on. <laughs> and then pen, pen brewing. I mean, you get a ton of classic style work there. I mean, I feel like that's such an underrated brewery. They're just doing classic traditional styles like German styles, lagers. Yeah. Putting it out in bottles. Are they still putting it out in bottles? Yeah, they're still putting it out on bottles and the the entire system, it's a decoction system. So everything was decocted, mm. triple and oh wow. Double and triple decocted. Um it's a it's a kick-ass system. That's honestly probably the most fun I've had on a brewing system. I mean, long days cuz you know, you're mashing mm. for like 3 hours. Yeah, I mean, at it, that volume, yeah. I can imagine. It's a, it's a Yeah, it's a 30 barrel. Well, more like 35, yeah. Their tap room is awesome too. I have never been. But, one of my best sandwiches I've ever had there. Oh like yeah, a, did did yeah. it have fucking coleslaw on it? Uh, it had uh, a purple cabbage God slaw. Goddamn Yenzers in their coleslaw. Watch your damn sandwich. mouth. <laughs> I, I'm gonna die on that hill. Coleslaw belongs on the side. Ben, Ben's about to tell you to leave his slaw out your fucking mouth. <laughs> Get my slaw out your fucking mouth. Oh, oh, For man. real though. Oh, man. All yeah. right, Ben. Just say, I, all right, I will. All right, I will. <laughs> oh, all right, man. Jeez. I think we found that. I'll think proudly we found the accept the, the Oscar. <laughs> I'll proudly accept the Oscar, too. Oh, man. They just um, got to talk about love. And yeah. <laughs> I'm, a vessel, I'm, a, I'm a vessel of slaw. <laughs> I literally am. I had some for dinner, so I'm a, truly a vessel of slaw. Uh, of course you did. <laughs> hey, we got, we, got, we got them roots, you know? We're... <laughs> If you don't like slaw, you don't you don't know what good good food uh, contrast is. You know that little bit of shocking vinegary slaw with the crunch. You know it's all about texture, man. Dan, and layers. It's all Dan, about the layers. Moving on now. Yeah. <laughs> Dan has a, a a weird thing with mayo, um, and uh, like most what he he just doesn't like white substances and. It's it's very suspicious. Um, I only like blue cheese with wings. That's about it. And which is basically just mayo with blue cheese in it. Um, Shut your goddamn mouth. It's different. <laughs> but I, I tell Dan he, he's had it like Permani Brothers. It's, it's not regular like mayo-y coleslaw. It's vinegary. It's, I don't know, man. It's still just it. You know what? I'm just going to dine it. I don't like slaw. I man, don't don't like it. It's great. Don't like it. No, sir. I don't like it. <laughs> have you ever, have you ever had a uh, Permani brothers sandwich though? I have. Yes. Yeah. You have. Yeah. I yep. went to, I went to college out in Pittsburgh and, uh, many a nights we had, uh, we had the Permani brothers with an icy light. Oh yeah. Hey, give me an icy light. Yeah. <laughs> icy light. Great. Permani brothers. Slaw on the side. Maybe. Nah, <laughs> I, I wish they might wish slap. Permani's. I know. <laughs> I'm just Permani's scraping it off the with a butter knife to get out. They'd say, get out if you don't want the slots. Oh, no. Too corporate now. There. Now they're corporate and yeah. they're, you know, we have a corporate. We have a Permani Brothers not too far from us now. I was going to say, is it Lancaster? Yeah, Lancaster. Lancaster has one. So yeah. they're uh, they're creeping in, but I've been trying to keep them back from southeastern Pennsylvania. Yeah. It's a uh, fun fact. It's my there's a Permani answer. Brothers in Indianapolis. Really? Oh. There is. They put one in right after I moved. I was like, <laughs> Right. Permani Brothers and Sheets are like pushing. They're, they oh, just, yeah. They just keep pushing east and they like hit that Lancaster wall. Everyone's like, no, get out of here. We like our Wawa. Just going to put that in. Uh, get out of here with your Wawa. Sheets greater than False. Wawa. False. Wawa's for drinking. No, no, Sheets no. is for drunk runs. Okay. Wawa is quality. 
sheets is quantity. Yeah, bigger big- menu, less quality. Oh man, I do like We're those gonna... uh, fried mac and cheese bites, man. They're pretty good. And the sliders. I know you guys are. I know you guys are in Philly, but I was I was trying to keep an open mind. You're <laughs> talking about my slaw. Look, oh man, look if I, if I want a, a mic, I knew this was going to go off the rails when we started talking about the slaw. I was like, don't bring up the slaw. Again. If I, <laughs> if if I'm drunk and I want a microwaved burger, I'll go to Sheets. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, microwave you sliders know, though. Dude, that that that's where you're going wrong. You don't you got to order everything fried, fried chicken, mozzarella sticks. You don't you don't ever get a burger anywhere for any reason except at home. My, you don't know where that thing's it's, been. It's you know? a very very solid point. Sage advice, right there. Yeah. The, my two my my college order at Sheets was always like the two same things: the pretzel bun sandwich, which is just phenomenal. Anything any pretzel bun sandwich. Great. And then uh they I don't know if they still have it. The rodeo fries were great. It was like fries with barbecue sauce and cheese and onion straws. Just yep. something really great about those microwave French fries. We had uh we had a sheets right by the skate park that I went to frequently a lot. And I would just get the sliders. I know like, oh, don't get a burger anywhere. But it's like a like a quarter inch of beef. Like it's just this much. Like just a little quick slider. It's great. Selling your stomach. I will say, and we'll get off the sheet stock here. Their <laughs> breakfast selection is. I know we got to get back. To phenomenal. <laughs> when you order a breakfast sandwich and right before you're checking out, they're like, you want to put a hash brown on that sandwich? And you're like, well, now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what am I going to uh, do? Kings of no? the upsell. <laughs> Kings of the We're upsell. All about our layers here in Pittsburgh. Yeah. I want to put. Wawa just wants to give me a can of chew every time I go up there. (laughs) It was like, oh, I see you got an Italian hoagie. You want some chew with that? I'm like, wait, what? (laughs) Pittsburgh's whole thing is like, I noticed Yins didn't get any uh, fried things on that sandwich. You want you want something fried? (laughs) Yeah, it's like, uh, do you want to chew and smoke a cigar and torpedo a blunt right now? That's Pittsburgh, man. (laughs) Can they fit that on the sign when you enter Pittsburgh? (laughs) I'll make it happen. Don't you worry. <laughs> Branding guy. <laughs> um, so I wanted to circle back because yeah. we uh, we talked about um, Let's get back on track. Here. I know. So <laughs> we started talking about Penn Brewery and they're like, you know, traditional brewing style. I wanted to uh, talk to Lauren. What's your kind of your brewing philosophy and how did that go into like, you know, necromancer being the head brewer there? Uh, I Brewing philosophy. Uh, Do you have an approach to beer that you kind of, you know, that's, you know, your path that you take? Yeah, I mean, I definitely do. I think it's like using kind of what I know to to not make it suck. (laughs) You (laughs) know what I mean? Like, um, I don't know how else to put that. Um, You know, I think when Ben and I first talked, um, I thought it was great because it kind of, it piqued my interest because, you know, a lot of places when you're brewing, you're kind of brewing the same thing over and over again or the same five beers over and over again. And there's like the house beers you just keep churning through and to be able to kind of flex a little bit um, and kind of research these styles and, and make them in a way that I think that consumers will like um, and kind of revamp them a little bit. Um you know, I try to say, make them not suck or make them palatable. The, the beer back, you know, in the 1800s was much different than the stuff we have now. Um, you know, and it's just, I, 
I do love doing the traditional stuff. I also like researching and trying new things. Um, and it's nice to just kind of hang out in that sphere of, of, you know, messing around with traditional stuff, trying these new things with some, some older styles. And then, you know, we also do a lot of the new trendy stuff too. Um, which I like is like, you know, no one wants to admit it. I like drinking hazy IPAs. Um, oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> I am the what, what did we coin it last uh, last episode? I'm the self hating hazy yes, boy. Self hating hazy. Yeah, boy. I'm, I'm like the self hate. Like every time I go to a brewery, they're like, "Hey, yeah, we got this, this, this." I'm like, "Yeah, just give me that hazy." You know, I'm gonna, you know, it's just a hazy, but I'm gonna love it anyway. I don't care. I hate myself. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like drinking them, and I think you know, I think Ben can attest to this. It's like, yeah, we're gonna make these beers, but how can I make them? I always, I guess, my uh, level is how good it is. Is if I'll take it home to drink it. Uh, so like, how can I make this to where I want to bring it home? And that's like the beer I, I want to drink, not just because I made it or because it's what we do at work, but like, you know, the, we went through a, several iterations of our house IPA and it was like, not until iteration four or five that I was like, all right, I'll take this home and drink it this weekend. Sweet. <laughs> so like, that's, I think that's like the, like, will I drink this? Will I like this? Um, you know, I think that's kind of the, the level for me, I'm, I'm a pretty harsh critic on myself. Yeah. So. And I, I think you guys are a good example of um, like why beer is so cool right now that you guys have a lot of variety in what you're, what you're serving. And now, like you said, you know, you'd like a hazy and it's, it's kind of like now it's like passe to say like, Oh, Oh, hazy. You guys, you like a hazy. And it's like, all right, well, I'm, I've said it a bunch on the on the podcast that I I've gone like full circle with hazies. When we first started the podcast, I was all about it, and then I just I got to the point where I was just like, please, please, no more. I, I stuck to just, my I stuck to my guns. Please, while, while Tom and <laughs> yeah. while Tom hated me with every with every hazy ever, he's like, oh, you want to do another just, hazy on the podcast? I'm I, like, I'm just, yeah, you're right. I'm, I'm a terrible person. I shouldn't have brought that <laughs> idea here. I'm just asking for a lager, please, <laughs> just one lager. I think that also like your brewing system does lend to being a little bit more like eclectic because you have a four barrel system and really like you don't, it's hard to like have that foundation of like what four or five like beers or, you know, that you always have on tap when you have a four barrel system, you, you know, putting out something different every time is kind of a little bit, I guess, easier at on that system level. Kind of. I mean, I, I, you know, I mean, this is honestly the smallest brew house I've ever worked on. I treat it as if uh, every batch is like the same. It's if I was brewing at pin with a, you know, a 30 heck system. Yeah. I think it's um, honestly, I think that kind of boils down to ownership that allows me to do that, um, you know, because. And honestly, the, the customers are loving the stuff we're putting out. They're loving the the resurrections. I'll be sitting at the bar having a beer after a shift. And, you know, the amount of people that come and say, you know, I really love these resurrections. I love that you have something new. So it's great for me as a brewer because I get to to try and brew these things and, you know, get really do really interesting things. But then we also have consumers that are doing the same thing that you did, where they're like, please, no more hazies. I want a lager or I want something different. Um, and it's nice for me because we do have such a diverse uh, tap room. Yeah. Uh, offerings um 
you know, and I don't think there's not a ton of places that allow for that. And I like it because like when I go out to, to drink, I don't want to see all IPAs like I like IPAs. But also, you know, having like a lager or something new or something different to try is always fun. So it's fun for me to brew. It's fun for people to drink. Do you do you feel like with uh with a three barrel system or four barrel system? Four. Yeah. Do you, do you feel like there's um less room for error? Like you have to be kind of spot on with what you're brewing. <laughs> I feel like with the um, frequency at which we are running out of beer in the tap room. Yeah. Yeah, there is. We don't have a lot to, you know, it's only four barrels that we're doing at a time, four to four to eight, depending on on what we do. Um, and with the amount that's getting sold each week, like we're selling out every week. So, you know, if I put out a bad beer or something that's not great, that's going to probably be pretty impactful to the business, uh, I think. Um, so I do think it it does. It is a little bit. You know, because, you know, and then it's the other thing is since we're not making, you know, we have house beers. They're not brewed as much right now because of uh, how frequently everything's selling out and how much we're turning over and trying to get new styles in. But it's not like you have that cushion of house beers where you're like, well, I know these four are going to sell. These are great. I'm going to throw this one in the mix and see how it does. And, you know, yeah. just kind of do the <laughs> thing. So, yeah, I mean, every week it's something new. So and every week it's it's, you know hoping that it's it's going to be a great beer and people are going to love it and and buy the hell out of it. I think that's something I like about like smaller system breweries is always having something new and out there. Like I, I see, like I enjoy the places that have house beers that I, I know I can go to mm-hmm. and I can always have the same beer that I enjoy all the time. But then I also love going out to breweries that'll be like, you know, smaller systems where they always have something different and they're always churning out something different. And yeah, I, I love that as well. So I see like, you know, both sides of that coin constantly going out to uh, different breweries. <clears throat> so we, we do have a question that came in from, uh, from our chat here. Um, guys, if you're listening audio only and you want to ask questions, yeah, come hop on, on stream, hop on the stream. That's idiots. where the questions come through. <laughs> Freaking dinguses. Come on, man. They're listening to our podcast. They're not idiots. All right. So Matt here asked when you resurrect a style, how do you know it hit the mark? Is it all off description slash guides, or do you find other breweries to try and compare? Uh, for the most part, I think for, for me at least, um, you know, try, trying to figure out the description and the guides, doing the research, if I find an old recipe, kind of keeping it true, and then knowing, you know, that, you know, brewing techniques back then are different, trying to apply how we do stuff now. Um, and then... You know, a lot of times it's just kind of using what you know. So, like, I know these malts kind of go together. This yeast is going to do this. These hops are going to do that. Together, this will probably do something I like. Um, you know, for, like, the Kentucky Common, which is one of our house beers, Square Dancing, that's a uh, it's a dark cream ale. So, you know, it's got to have corn in it. Uh, you know, it's going to be crisp and clean and kind of lager-ish. So hybrid, hybrid lager yeast. Uh, and then how are you going to make it dark without making it like super chocolatey or super roasty or like just a caramel bomb? You want like a little bit of that caramel. You want a tiny bit of that roast. Uh, but it's you want something that's going to be crushable and clean at the same time, but also have that nice corn flavor. So I think that's, you know, and once to, how do we know we hit the mark? I think it's as soon as it's in the bright and we taste it and we go, all right, 
That's it. That'll do. <laughs> <Damn> <laughs> that's funny because my eyes kind of lit up when I we went through your Untapped and I saw a Kentucky Common because I love California Commons and steam beers and I'm like I've never had a Kentucky Common before and I'm like what is that like I want to try I, that I, now I want a, I want a dark cream cream ale so bad I know. way better it's way better than a makes a common ale look like a something you don't want to look at like a sure. common ale it just makes it basic it's yeah. common yeah it's basic. yeah I think what's really interesting about Resurrections is. I think there's like people in the homebrewing community that have the ability to use stuff that's like illegal to use in brewing. And so like, you'll find a lot of times the only examples you'll find are like things that people made in their, their garages that you couldn't commercially sell. Cause some of the stuff they used back in the day was like pretty wacky. And so, you know, I think when we hit the mark, it's because the beer is good and some average consumer who's maybe like you know i like to have a, a couple beers here and there walks in has it and goes wow never heard of this thing but wow is it delicious and i think that's where you do it and and sort of the art of resurrection is that things are not exactly as they were because they're dead they're gone and so when you bring them back they're a little bit different and so kind of like this beer right here the british golden ale you know is a beer that is being brought back and, you know, brewers are saying, I, I think the, the new American classic hops would be better because the hops, some of the hops, uh, from Britain, especially in England is they're kind of, uh, earthy and don't really deliver that citrus punch. So I think we know it whenever, you know, we, we try to make it palatable and, and, you know, you asked about Lauren's philosophy. I would call Lauren's philosophy flavorful, you know, packing flavor. And no bullshit, you know, we don't like to use extracts and, and weird things that are unnatural. We try to accomplish things in a organic way, uh, making flavorful products. So, you know, it's got to taste good and it doesn't matter how weird it sounds. Somebody has got to try that and say, you know what? That was interesting. I, I like that. I don't know what I liked or disliked about it, but I like that. And I think that is, that's the whole point because if we made, the beers like absolutely like they did in the 1700s or the 1600s or whatever era we pick, I guarantee you, and Lauren would guarantees me all the time. And I trust her hundred percent. You wouldn't like it because <laughs> the technology, the techniques. Right. And so we're trying to make it flavorful, palatable, uh, something that anybody in the modern market would say, wow, I, I see what they were trying to do here. And it's, it's great. So that's when you hit the mark. And we've pretty much done that through, 16. I mean, I think number 16 is people are ranting and raving about it. I, it's a crusher, man. Love it. Is it 16 already? Yeah. It's 16. Oh, shit. Yeah, shit. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 10 months and 16 resurrections. Oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> when you said, like, they don't, they come back different, all I could think about was, was Pet, Pet Cemetery. Cemetery. I know, dude. I'm saying, when you looked over at me, I was like, is he thinking about Pet Cemetery too? I've been trying not to. It just comes back different. It just comes back different. What's dead is dead. <laughs> Sometimes well, dead I think of, I don't know if you, you know, what kind of strange things you guys are into in terms of like TV and video games and, and all that stuff. But, all you know, I'm very familiar <laughs> with um, series like Castlevania and, you know, yeah. there's a Castlevania on Netflix. I don't care if you know about the games or not. It's a great show, but there are these, you know, they, there's necromancers in the show and they bring stuff back and guess what? it's a little bit different than it was because what's what's gone is gone, you know? And so it's up to, it's up to us to, to make it for the modern market. I guarantee you the dead styles we make right now, you know, a brewer 
a hundred years from now is probably going to interpret it a little bit different because, you know, we'll all be Jeff Bezos by then and, and on Mars or whatever, you know, with Elon Musk <laughs> and, uh, the flavor, pa- you know, palate and preference is going to be different too. Yeah. How's so the, how's the mouth feel on Mars? <laughs> I, I want to find out. Well, actually I really don't. Cause that's a, that's a death trap, man. But it's probably dry. Yeah, it's probably it's probably a little dry. I've I've seen Total Recall. I don't know if I want to enjoy beer on Mars. Oh yeah, tell me the the Arnold version, the original baby. Apparently that eyes popping out. Dude, I dudes and dudette, I had my whole world rocked when I I read the theory that it's probably actually a dream that whole movie. I was like, it's definitely not, this is real, but I, I went back and my whole life is now dream. Yeah, it's, it's over. A, yeah, my life movie, is yeah. over. Yeah. <laughs> my life is over. I can't go on. Yeah. Oh yeah. The rewatch. It's like, yeah, it's yeah. definitely a hundred percent a dream. Start the bright tank. <laughs> I had to. I was like trying to get a quado. I was like, how can I make quado beer friendly? <laughs> Dude, that was, that was pretty. All right. That was pretty. All right. <laughs> And open your mind. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Come on now. Anytime I'm trying to win an argument, I pull up that that clip of Quanto. I I wish you could just cue it up here where he's like, (laughs) open your mind. Open your mind. mind. Oh, God. So open your mind to Necromancer Beers. We're down here on 2257 Babcock Boulevard. (laughs) (laughs) Turned Um, it into a used car commercial, right? They have Barry Henry there. Come on down. (laughs) Man, you know all my tricks. You're getting all my jokes. Uh, That's good. I I think I can forgive you for the coleslaw. (laughs) Necromancer Brewery and foot rubs. (laughs) Oh, Oh, dude, yeah. Jones Barbecue and foot massage. (laughs) Better come down here. Get some of this. English Lauren, that's a great commercial. <laughs> that's I, a great commercial. The guy has a bunch of other commercials. I want to hire him. One of my goals on the branding side is to hire him for a commercial. Just something just absolutely slapstick deadpan. Like that would be great. Put the yeah. VHS uh, filter on it and everything. Make it yeah. look like <laughs> make it Lauren, look you're like gonna have to go watch we're gonna watch this tomorrow at the brewery. It's gonna be great. Lauren, a lot of work's gonna be done. You've never seen uh barbecue and foot massage? No. Oh man. <laughs> Best commercial yeah. ever. <laughs> One of the greatest comics of YouTube for yeah. sure. That that guy is underrated with his ability to deliver. The original was the um his storage business. Yeah. In my yard. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> One of the greatest taglines I've ever heard. You heard it's, it here first. It's got that like that like Tim and Eric uh yeah. awesome show. Yeah. yeah, the awesome show vibe, like the VHS early nineties yeah. kind of aesthetic. Whatever that filter is that I always like to use when I make my skate videos so I can (laughs) think about skating in 98 again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, Dan, final thoughts on the uh, the English Golden? Final thoughts is I realized I still had like a few more sips left in the can. I was so happy. Lucky bastard. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm the resident hop guy of this podcast, so I do enjoy English beers and I like hoppy beers. This was a nice, perfect mix of two things that I love. Great first impression of the British Gold Nail. Um, actually, when I was looking at it over on the BJCP, you guys hit the mark. Like overall impression, tasting notes, everything. This is exactly what is laid out. You ticked all the boxes. Yeah, uh, I, I completely agree. Um, super refreshing. Um, a nice little hop kick uh, at the at the front of the palate. Um, bready, toasty on the back end. Um, it's really nice, really crisp. Um, I would put it in a new category for us, Dan. 
Um, so last year we kind of coined the term lawnmower beer, which is, you know, that crispy, light Pilsner lager kind of thing. Is this going in the post lawn? Yes. Uh, yeah. So our new category is the post lawn, <laughs> where, it, where you're, you just mowed your lawn. You may be firing up the grill. Sun's getting real low. Yeah. You're looking over your kingdom, you know, looking over that nice fresh yard. And you're sitting back and you're like, all right, well, I want something a little bit, packs a little bit more flavor. Yeah. This yeah, is this that is, one. This is post lawn. This is that one you're sitting on your patio looking out at your your nice, your your crisscross pattern. Oh, yeah. Baseball uh, field I stuff. Love that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Post mow lawn. Yeah. Post mow lawn. <laughs> That's great. I'm going to need some. We're waiting for the post Malone season right to now. Now. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, right. <laughs> So we're gonna get into uh, we're gonna get into our next. We're getting into Dan territory right now. I'm this real is, stoked on this. Eh, I wouldn't I wouldn't say this is Dan ter- territory. I mean, this is Dan territory oh. back in the day, but this is yeah. I mean, I we're, we're on the same page here. Yeah, I was gonna say you you came into the West Coast IPAs as soon as we started bringing oh. them onto wow. the uh, podcast. So yeah, um, I'm so glad I finally after 10, 15 years I was able to convert you into the ipas yeah so i have filtered it i've infiltrated your mind <laughs> open uh, your mind open, open your, your mind, mind. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna be doing uh, start the hot boil <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna do uh pacific gravity which is the west coast style ipa so let me bring it oh. up let's let's bring up our uh, oh there we go premature crackulation right there love it um it, I got some on my computer. I think I don't. I don't know. That's all right. You gonna break that one too, man? I was gonna yeah. say Tom is Tom is infamous. Uh, he was looking for his usual towel that yes. he gets from. Uh, I have a, I have a, I have a room towel. Yeah, he he has a crusty he has a crusty white towel under his desk in here, and I never asked what it was for until he started. Uh, cracking beer. beers yeah, and yeah. I was like, oh that's yeah. what it's for because i didn't want to ask i usually about before. take i usually take a little bit on the chops with the uh yeah, with, when i crack that beer right on the face yeah all right so yeah let me, let's uh let me bring up the uh the untapped here oh yeah people don't appreciate west coast ipas i can't wait to see this i don't know i don't look at untapped anymore so this is gonna be a first for me it's oh, not, yeah. not that bad no uh, and as uh, as two gentlemen that uh, recently brewed a West Coast style IPA, yeah, three eight six, not bad. Yeah. It's it's that's in the uh, that's in the ballpark. That's I, would, a, I would say it's in the ballpark for that's a, a West quality Coast West Coast IPA rating. Yeah, if I saw that researching a beer before I drank it at a brewery, I'd be like, yeah, I'll, I'll have that. Yeah. All right, so we're doing uh, Pacific Gravity. It's West Coast, six point eight uh, percent alcohol by volume. <gasps> Get out for some gnarly waves of hoppy goodness as we paddle out to IPA's other coast. The haze rains these days. <laughs> the haze rains these days. <laughs> but this this foam leads to a ground swell of complex balance <laughs> that can only be found by boldly riding the bitter side of hops. We wax this bad boy down with some generous helping, with the generous helping of Centennial, Citra, and Simcoe. So it rips with just enough resinous piney bitterness to round out those signature citrus grapefruit notes that you'll never want to bail on. It's going to be like, have you ever seen a point break? Tell me you've seen point break. Oh, I mean, did you listen to our last episode? Because we had a whole conversation about point. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
Do you ever, do you I, ever uh, point your gun in the air whilst going, ah? I've never pointed my gun in the air whilst going, ah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to drink this beer while I eat a meatball sub. <laughs> Get out of there, kid. <laughs> Give me two Utah. Speaking of Philly, you're going to be like Frank Reynolds over there. Oh, sir, you're not allowed to have food on here. <laughs> so anyway, as I said, I so I started blasting. <laughs> oh, man, that's great. Yeah, that's a good one. You ready, Tom? Yep. Let's get I, a, let's I'm a little ready crack for this. Here. This is my part. All right, let's do it. Give it a niff first. Three, two, one. <laughs> All right. Get the rag over there. Hurry up. That's expensive Jeez, equipment. Tom. God damn it, Tom. Yeah, that is a... Uh... Woo. You got it on my computer. Did I? <laughs> I got it everywhere. It's everywhere. Yeah, the, the funny uh, subcontext here is I just ruined my brand new Mac. I spilled coffee on it and got in the screen. In and, the screen? Uh, what? That, that was after spilling beer on it uh, in front of Lauren multiple times. And that was, that was uh, in the screen, man. And Apple told me to put it upside down off the side of the desk. And I still have coffee in my screen. Did and it? then today... I spilled kombucha on my backup computer. Um, have you tried putting it in rice? Uh, you know, I'm going <laughs> to offer rice. Space. You need yeah. one of those like beer helmets with a straw, man. You shouldn't be drinking anything. <laughs> I, I think know. I spilled beer on your computer one time, too. <laughs> Do you yeah. drink all your beverages in a Gravitron or something? Dude, I, <laughs> like, I don't I'm know. just I checking need a lot my of emails help. in here. <laughs> need a lot of help, man. <laughs> all right, let's, let's drink this. Yeah. This. Nectar. Oh my God. Nectar is a uh, quite the quite the descriptive word for that. Um, Daniel, Slancha. Cheers. Oh, here, Ben. Uh. (laughs) Yeah. Look at that color. (laughs) This is this is the color you want to see. Yes. Well, you can't really see it with mine. Amber. Amber is the color of this energy. Mine just looks like a stout from this color, right? Hold on. <laughs> All right, on. You can look at mine. I'll, I'll be the uh, the model here. Yeah, you look, look at, at Lawrence, that. You know? Nobody react to my yeah. 311 reference. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Amber is the color 311, of Spears. 311 energy. was last month, man. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> um, All right, let's get a... My God. This is... I, I love... West Coast IPAs are my top five, like... Uh, like styles like i've absolutely loved the traditional american ipa you know style notes west coast being just an iteration of that it, basically it's just the, a different name same kind of overall concept for the west coast ipa yeah i i know reading that description made dan go from six to midnight over here uh, uh pine yeah piney resinous bitter <laughs> it, it, if i if i wasn't wearing bike shorts i'd be uh <laughs> It'd be a tent, but I love this style. It's one of my favorites, and I can't say it enough on the podcast. I'm so glad I got I got Tom, you know, turned around on IPAs. He came back around hundredth episode um, for the podcast. We actually were able to brew a West Coast IPA with um, tattered flag, so mm-hmm. it was like a dream come true. Yep, and and we got to experience the uh, we got to experience of of untapped and west coast ipas yeah of the amount of people that go into a a brewery and they see ipa and they go i'll take that because it's going to be it's going to be citro mosaic right and then they get it and they go this isn't juicy and citrusy well it doesn't taste hazy this isn't this isn't a good ipa at all (laughs) and then tom 
literally friending people on Untapped so he could reply to their comments. Yeah, that, <laughs> so that's the that's the the one bad thing. We about. did that on an episode, and it mm-hmm. got so awkward. The brewer signed off during his response on it. He was like, "I need to get out of here. This guy's." Going. So that's the. I mean, I the one bad thing about Untapped is that <laughs> the you brewer have, was like, Ooh. "You have to you have to be friends with the person to comment on their." Their stupid response or review of a of the beer that you made. Yeah. So, <laughs> so your brewery, you can reply to anyone yeah. for any reason. Yeah, and I never make- told Lauren that because I never gave gave Lauren access. <laughs> we need to make ourselves. I don't a, need that. <laughs> <laughs> we need to see how we can get like brewery level like access with the podcast. Yeah, we but, need to figure um, that yeah. out. <laughs> the, uh, I'm gonna see if he ever replied. I don't um, know if he ever did, but. It was it was hilarious. Like during the podcast, we're just talking about beer while Tom is over there friending this guy. He goes, oh, he accepted my friend request. <laughs> we're like, oh, no. And he puts he screen shares his reply as he's typing it. <laughs> and the brewer's like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> um, hilarious. Yeah. So ours is uh, we did it. We did a West Coast. Is that three point six? Yeah. Three point six. eight. OK. So in the in the wheelhouse. There. Yeah. Um, we did it with all Centennial and a little bit of Waimea. So we call it Centennial Millennial. Uh, yeah. And we got stuff on here like, you know, more unbalanced than I like. But then again, some West Coast IPAs are highly unbalanced. Sure. That's a, a coherent sentence. Fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, I think like every time Lauren makes the West Coast IPA, I'm like, you made it a little more bitter, didn't you? She's like, yeah, I did. What when I, I you know I I let work. this one I'm a professional so I let this one sit out for a little bit before I you know was coming outside to the what is now the 50 degree Pittsburgh out here just so that that malt could unlock Lauren I think you can make it a little bit I, I think it's perfectly balanced I, I it's more bitter but like it's more balanced at the same time more flavorful see I just like I right like there your, right I like there your approach with that yeah. I like to. Mm-hmm. I like to get it on the crisp to get the bite at first. And then, um, yeah, a 16 ounce beer back in the day, I could, you know, house these pretty quick. I like to sit here and like, let the beer get to that like journey and just see how it evolves. Yeah. And like bringing that malt character up into it. Um, bitterness. I mean, I, I, I'm a veteran of the IBU wars. They could always get more bitter. They could, I agree. They could always be more bitter. <laughs> God bless you both. <laughs> I grew up on three Floyds. I'm ready to go at any moment. All right. So, oh, yeah. So, you know, before we, I just got to, I got to bring this up because, you know, I just wanted to bring up that one comment, but now I'm just seeing just a full oh, come on, array of idiocy here. Uh, so just on ours or on no, yours? No, on, on ours. Oh, on yours. Got yeah, it. I haven't. I, <laughs> There's I ha- probably the same amount of idiocy. I will. I'm going to go on that one. But, Tom, I knew you were going to get. Yeah. You know what? I was like, Tom, don't bring it up. Wait, wait, wait. It's getting sassy. I got to find it. I got to find it. Uh, Too malty. Thanks, guys. Uh, 2.75. Oh, uh, way too. uh, Oh, something off with this one. Way too dry (laughs) and no citrus. Let me way too dry. And no citrus. I'm not going to lie. It looks like Pittsburgh loves West Coast IPAs from what as I'm going through yours. I'm like, man, these are all in the fours. Um, Su- super, anybody who like said poorly, they didn't put anything, though. Super West Coasty, piney and bitter. Three. 
Yeah, you know, I, I think I, I think beer is so it's so nuanced and so so subjective. Oh man, it's it's like if you don't know what you're drinking, if you don't have like two sentences of like context about like the sixty plus or more styles, like you know, you could argue that all day. It's like you don't know what you're getting into, and I think we try to like preamble people to to be like. And that's why we write these long descriptions, especially for resurrections. But, you know, I think trying to help people get in the right mindset, because if you just like pick up a beer and you, all you drink is hazies and you drink this, you're going to go, oh, man, it's piney and bitter and West Coasty. It's like, well, <laughs> it's like that's what we're going for. And it's like, you know, like even for me, you know, drinking beer for a living, my palate changes, you know, sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I hate certain styles and then a year goes by and my life has changed and my emotional state has changed and my palate has changed with that. So, but I can still taste a beer and say, I know this is a good beer. It's just not right for me, but yeah. And going off that, don't have that, you know, hoppy, sweet, resiny, bitter, piney. Tastes like I'm eating a pine tree in Seattle, 2.5. Oh, I would pay to eat a pine tree in Seattle. (laughs) I think people actually out in Seattle pay to eat pine trees out there. Uh, I, sign me up. I'm in. <laughs> to be honest, and it's funny. I saw, uh, you know, not a lot of people actually like write anything on the ratings when I was going through for um, for yours here for Pacific Gravity. But somebody said it uh, too caramely. So, uh, Lauren, we can keep going bitter with this one. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I don't get, man. I don't. I don't get. Well, let's hang on. A it's little. Not that much- a little caramely. It's fine. No. Have you no. had? I'm going to just keep my mouth shut. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah, right? No, go no. on. Who's Fraba? I just, you know, Who's like, I, I grew up on, on West Coast IPAs. Like, you know, that's how I got into beer was um, into craft beer. Was my best friend in college um, was like, drink Alpha King, drink Gumblehead drink all this stuff. And I literally had to like smash this in my face. Cause I didn't want to seem like an idiot being like, I don't know if I like this man. Um, until I was just like, I love this stuff. And you know, anytime I make a West coast IPA, that's the influence is like three Floyds Midwest, super bitter. You got that caramel malt. You got that, uh, little bit of, we're not going to tell all my secrets, but you have like a nice multi backbone to it to where it's balanced and it still gets you a little bit of a punch. Like uh, Arctic Panzer Wolf is my favorite double West Coast IPA, hands down. I don't know if anyone's had it. I think they discontinued it, which is sad. It's uh, great to hear like perspectives from like other parts of the country yeah. because for us, like the uh, the bitterness factor was always Dogfish Head going like 60, 90, and 120 minute IPAs were like what basically were was like my gateway IPA. Like I've always like Sierra Nevada was like the first like, you know, Sierra Nevada pale ale started getting. Oh, I was like, oh, that's bitter. I like that. And then all of a sudden it was like like it was like that beer was my dealer. And all of a sudden it just was like, you like that. Try a little 60 minute. First first taste is free. Next one's going to cost you. I'm like, oh, man. And all of a sudden I just went into like some crazy like Forrest Gump montage of me just doing all kinds of (laughs) bitter IPAs. (laughs) Like, yeah, I mean, like Pliny the Elder. Yeah. Mm. It's caramelly as fuck. Oh, of course. But it's also bitter as fuck. And it's just like, I think, I don't know. That's, that's the stuff that I grew up on. And that's the stuff I want. If when I drink a West coast, I want that. I don't want this like Mm. pseudo West coast. 
Yeah. I, I was like, cutting ah. people for Pliny, like in line when, like when Pliny would make it out to us, like we'd be in line at like the bistro, which is uh, like a bar in our area and they would get a keg of it. And I would sit there and just like make my way to the front of the line just by mm-hmm. just yep. shanking people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I see the. And it's so good. And it's no one makes beer like that anymore. Yeah. It's sad. The, I love that stuff. The thing that I like is um, it's it's so approachable. You know, it, like something like this, like this beer, it's not overly bitter. It's not overly sweet. It's just, a, it's a very well balanced beer. Um, where you're not getting, you're getting the piney resinous bitterness, but it's not like an overwhelming amount of anything. I love the addition of citra in this, especially on the nose. Mm-hmm. Um, so it it gives you a little bit of tropical in the nose, but it doesn't sacrifice any of the bitterness from Centennial or Simcoe in there. Just gives it just a little bit of like an effervescence when you dip your nose, especially into like a Nordic glass like that. Just it's all you get on this uh, every sip. <laughs> Can Love I, that Nordic glass. Can I, ben. I want them. I want Lauren, the look how glasses. cool our glasses are. It's They're got very a, cool. They're great. It's I'm going to right now. Like, Damn it. Love it. Nordics are awesome. Uh, Nordics are great. Uh, what are you guys yeah. drinking? The Willie Belchers there? No. This is, is uh, I don't know what the a, fuck this is. It's a 12 ounce fancy like glass. glass. Yours is like a low carb Nordic right there. I would say it's a It's one that's a 12 ounce. It's one that's in the like ultra marathons. So yeah, it's it's a twelve ounce because uh, we don't have we we're working on our glassware right now. We're, we're trying to put the big beers in twelve ounce, and this is this is it. This guy right here, he's cute. Look at him, and it's got the little <laughs> cute little hot Frankenstein on it. Yeah, that's pretty cute. That's cute. Can, can still there's glass, everybody. Hoppenstein. You got Hoppenstein. Hoppenstein. Right yeah. <laughs> can I can I get into the technicals here, Dan? Yeah. Uh, so first of all. Look at that lacing. Come Incred- on. Incredible. Oh, on. Look at that thanks lacing. Thanks for noticing. Look at that. Look at the head retention. I've been drinking look from at the, the head same retention. side of the glass so I can get the rings like a tree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would, I would say, you know, I, I try to stay as humble as I can about our beers, but uh, I don't know anybody who makes beer with such head retention as Lauren. Like, it's a priority. It's like, we need to make, it's like, our fucking cream ale. Well, you could shave off the top with a knife because it would just stay there for days. Ooh. So Ooh. it's it's about. I'm going from six to midnight. <laughs> oh, it's, it's all about that protein, you know. And I don't know. I the, I'm spoiled. The, I'm very the, spoiled. The bubble dispersion in the uh, in the head is uh, great. Nice little rocky head there too. I I don't I don't say this a lot, but submitting this to say something like the G. IPA. Mm-hmm. This IPA category, man. I would love to. Uh, like this is. There's a couple IPAs that I want to send, but I'm also like, there's a lot of people. In I that. know, like the West Coast category, like is saturated from the, like the West Coast, like the West, like you have all the heavy. Oh yeah. Beers, like what we had always I mean, submitted, like Belching Beaver, all of those, like the big places. But doing here, that, here's but, the thing, though. We had a we have a local brewery that won GABF gold for a West Coast style. The best West Coast, yeah. yeah. They got a gold medal for it in 2018. So yeah, I mean, and that beer, I I mean, I love that beer, but this is this is giving me some this is giving me feelings right now. Yeah, I would. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't. I would not blame you for submitting this. Tom, this how is, much how much more right. is in the fridge for this? I don't know. Yeah, I'll right, fucking take more. Oh man, I I wish <laughs> there there some of the. 
I had to turn my hat backwards for this beer. If you, if you couldn't see, um, cause <laughs> we, we, up, brah. We, um, we, we don't know because you're, because you're, uh, you're in dark. Yeah. You're videoing yeah. from the void. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm from the void. I like those shades. Nice. They're dope. Um, I, I wish we had the black IPA out because oh, now you're that talking about that, that tomorrow. Yeah, that that beer is we'll just have to send you some regardless. It is pure velvet on the mouthfeel. It is just like these classic IPAs, our red IPA, our black IPA and our, um, you know, our West Coast IPA, our Belgian IPA is so it's so just phantasmic. But the West Coast, me and Aaron, who's the other owner, we like we cannot get enough of this beer. You see it on the, the schedule because we want it and we drink all of it, but people like it too. And that, I think that's the way you need to approach beer, but the black IPA, the velvety, delicious. That, it's that style. Possible balance. Send me your Venmo. I just want this <laughs> West coast delivered to my house. Like I will pay, I will pay shipping. Like just get that, it, get it to my door. <laughs> that, that, that style, the black IPA style is, I had it, I just had it like on a whim at a restaurant one day and i was like holy shit this is like the perfect beer it it, it hits it, it um, i'll steal one from dan it ticks all the boxes i'm well, a, i stole that from the great british bake-off so well, yeah you, i mean you're, you're not paul what is it, paul hollywood whatever yeah. his name is lauren you got a handshake just then this this west coast handshake look at that <laughs> the uh the, the the black ipa though is just i'm a i'm at, at 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 heart i'm a multi boy i i've i started out when dan was battling over ibus i was like i need this I was in beer. a foxhole just getting pelted by hops <laughs> i need this beer to be thicker and darker i need motor oil <laughs> and i i just i've always loved that that roasted malt flavor we're like the odd couple the our entire beer journey has just been like the <laughs> odd couple like dan, dan, dan. I, don't, I don't know the song actually the only song in my head right now is black velvet after he said velvet i was like black velvet black heroes in the night you know what's really funny is that like you know through my my other business the branding agency i get access to beer from across the country and it, it's it's so funny people's mastery of malt is it's really spotty at best. Like I feel like malt is the part of the game that like, if you can master a malt hops is just dialing it in. Yeah. Batch it's the by foundation. Batch. If you don't, mm-hmm. if you don't understand malt the backbone, you're going to make shitty beer yeah. period. I was even, say, everyone always he, says the malt backbone. It's, it's got to be there. The even, even with like an American light lager or a cream ale, if you don't master the malt, you're going to have a shit beer. I would say it's, even it's with hazy IPAs art. too. Like yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I can tell oh, yeah. when one has a shit malt, like it doesn't have the mouth feel. It doesn't have that. It's not giving me those, those feelings that I hate about myself about hazy IPAs, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and, and, and that was one of the things early on when we were, we started the podcast when it was all hazy IPAs, what we learned from brewers was, is like, you got a, a, a malt build, like you got your, your base beer and then you just threw hops at it. Yeah. And it was the, the base the you know, the backbone of the base is the malt. Yeah. So you get that build and then just throw hops at it. And here's this IPA and this IPA and this IPA. And it's, you can, we're fortunate enough. I, I think the brewers in this area are fortunate enough that we have a great malt house. Uh, Deer Creek is right in our backyard. 
Um, Proximity's so, pretty close to. Yeah. So. so, you know, we are a lot of the breweries out here are making great malty beers because they have a malt house out here that is just doing cranking out really quality malt. Oh, totally. Yeah, um, we just used them for some stuff. We did a collab with uh, Ship Bottom that we're releasing this week. Yes, I know. We uh, we, we heard from our our friend of the podcast, the original best best friend, Hannah. Oh yeah, Hannah is great. Oh yeah, I'm so, she's. I'm so excited to release this beer. Our first podcast yes. collaboration. We did our first collaboration with Hannah. Oh yeah, when she was at she's, Naked. Oh yeah, just the best. Yeah, she's she's a kick ass brewer and just a kick ass person. I'm I'm so excited. had so much fun brewing with yeah. her. Like. So great. Speaking of cream ales, man, she yeah. brews just a banger of a cream ale. Yeah, mm-hmm. she does. And she, yeah, I mean, her and I have talked at length about cream ales and how great they are. We have so out in our area where especially where Hannah brewed at Naked, uh, the northeast uh, Philadelphia area. It's just that's the blue cream, collar yeah, bear. Right cream there. ale is you can't keep them in your brewery. It's like Wu-Tang and like cream rules everything around. Yeah. So. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Um, so Dan, let's, uh, do you want to, you want to hit them with some, you want to hit us all with some trivia? Okay. Yeah. So, uh, I mentioned before that oh, we, d- <laughs> so, well, I'm going to, I'm going to hit, <laughs> I'm going to hit Tom with this first. Tom, Tom, Tom gets to venture a guess before anyone else gets into okay. it because, We've been trying to do basically, I guess when we started gearing the podcast towards craft beer, we we're like, hey, we have to get BJCP certified. We have to have some sort of like, hey, we know our shit kind of thing yeah. Yeah, behind yeah. us. And, you know, we started studying the BJCP and then we got kind of lackadaisical with it because, you know, we're trying to get breweries on. And we want to listen to them talk about beer and we want to try and learn from learn by, I guess, learn by doing versus kind of studying mm-hmm. the BJCP. Um, but then we we're like we're having too much fun with these breweries. We have to actually do some more scholastic studying for this. So we started, uh, doing a little bit of, uh, kind of a little, I wouldn't say a game show, but a little quiz making studying fun, making saying fun. So what we've been, as long as you don't, (laughs) as long as you don't do SRM, that's the one that's like, nobody gives a shit about the SRM until you're brewing, you know, like, I'm not going to trivia that. (laughs) No, absolutely not. No, we're, we're doing strictly just, I pick out a beer and just kind of go over overall impressions and tasting notes mm-hmm. of the basically the first three paragraphs of the BJCP. Yeah. And I see if Tom can get it. Two for three so far. He's two, two out of three. Yeah, two for so. three. That's those okay. are Hall of Fame numbers. Hall of Fame All right, numbers. Tom, though. pressure's on. We, yeah. We're we're you got a, a head brewer and a certified Cicerone and 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 that guy. So we're here. Let's go. <laughs> and I, I have so all, I'm gonna I'm gonna let Tom try and guess this first. And I then, also have yeah, all the I, folks. I will on. hand it off to the uh, yeah the other ones here. I actually had to cross out the overall impression on this one because it basically gave it. Okay, away. all right, so, fair. Um, my whole theme right now because we just started this is you know it's a historical style. You're well, going to go with the historical style. I'm not. Oh, I, I okay. actually changed it. Right. When we started talking about Necromancer, I'm like, shit, he probably studied. So I went away from that. I'm going with uh, our lawnmower beers. Like Ooh. we're getting to the summer. We're getting to some beers that okay. are more geared towards, uh, you know, the nicer weather, drinking outside yep. and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So let me just. We got we got Kolshi a, a, a little while ago. All right. So <clears throat> let's read this off here, Dan. Uh, so I got the aroma, a moderate bready maltiness, often with light notes of honey or vanilla, 
Light, grainy, spicy wheat aromatics, moderate, perfumey, lemony coriander, often with a complex herbal, spicy, or peppery note. In the background, moderate, zesty, citrusy, orange fruitiness. A low, spicy herbal hop aroma is optional, but typically absent. Okay. All right. One thing is giving this away. What is? The orange citrusy. So I'm thinking orange citrusy, I'm thinking like... I'm thinking like blue moon. I'm thinking like Allagash white. So I'm going to go. They're both wheat beers. I think it's too. I I know you read it because I fucking left it up there. Because I, I hit the X real quick. I was like, shit, it's up there. Yeah, it's Is this wit. like Family it's a, it's Feud? A, Can a, Lauren and I steal it's a, it's real a, it's quick? A, it's a wit beer. It's a wit beer, yeah. <laughs> Damn. It's a whiz wit beer. Usually I X that out. I was like, shit, I left it up there. God damn it. <laughs> I, was trying to, I was trying to play that all. You got to hit our, him again since he audio. saw it. You got to just. Oh, can I pick one? I'll pick one. I'll just read it. We can't put it on the screen. Yeah, do it. I'm hijacking this shit, yeah. man. Hell yeah. Let's go. Fancy. All right, let's see. I like this. Give me a sec. Oh, I, oh, okay. You're gonna you're definitely gonna lose. So okay. let's go. Let's right. go. Go. Uh, a fairly strong malt accentuated la- uh, lagered artisanal beer mm-hmm. with range of malt flavors, appropriate for the color. All are mighty are malty yet dry with clean flavors and smooth character. I'll read a little bit more because that doesn't really tell you anything. Um, prominent malty sweetness. Toasty, bready, rich malt character, low to moderate esters. Okay. Little no hop aroma. Uh, paler versions will still be malty, but will lack richer, deeper aromatics. Generally mm. quite clean, although stronger versions may have a light, spicy alcohol note as it warms. Okay, I had an idea. And it's a it's a beer that we've made in the past. Do you want to so. take it, Dan, or you want me to, go, to give it a, a whirl? When he said the fruit esters, and that's like that's in my Belgian wheelhouse, and I was like trying to think if I know this. Um, is this a uh, is this a double Belgian double? No, sir. But you're you're in the region. Oh, okay. You're in the region. So you're in so the region you, for sure. Fuck. So it's com- <sighs> all right. I'll, I'll I'll read a little more. Um, yeah, this one's really this one is really strange. Like. So and we we made one in it. They they don't talk about the yeast character at all in this uh, this guideline. They briefly mentioned it doesn't say yeast character like moderate to low. Spicy. Yeah, you want to oh. describe? Hold on, I gotta look this up. You mentioned like fruit esters, and that's yeah. like what that's what got me into like the fir- the, uh, the, the, front, the Belgian character. The front end of the description, may I was like, all right, it's a spots beer. Pours light. Who the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Steve. Um, <laughs> there goes yes. my hero. Well, <laughs> Let me think here. Yeah, so, so because it's not a very the, bad job of describing this. They need to update these guidelines. They do need to update this. It's horrible. They just did. It, there's a 2021. Yeah, this is a DJC 2021. Did you do? Did you do the flavor? Uh, yeah, uh, medium to high malt flavor with the toasty, rich, biscuity, toffee. Like, this describes like every beer, like, ever. See, yeah, the, I almost uh, went English, yeah, but it, I it almost went English until you said fruit esters, and I was like, all right, yeah. I gotta get out of there. Yeah, that's that was the thing. I, I was like, Schwatz, it's, the, a, it's uh, a Schwatz beer, and then you were like, fruit esters. I was like, I mm. think the smooth, well lagered character, yeah, that, that is, that gives is a giveaway. It away. Mm. It's not a Doppelbach, 
smooth. Who is it? It's not, it's not. It's not a Maybach, is it? No. No, you're in the wrong. Keep going. Go back to the other. The other Belgian. country you guys were in. Uh, you were in Belgian. The smooth lagered character. Belgian. All right. I'll, do you want me to tell you? Yeah. Okay. Beer to guard. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I've only ever had one beer to guard ever, and that's... yeah, that's. I, they did a very poor job, even in the the most recent description. We made one of these. The <laughs> coffee stouts are great, Steve. I love you. Um, I, don't, I don't know Steve, so but I do now. Um, beer to guard. It's like this really malty. It means in French, guarded. So it's a cellared malty beer. Yeah, I was gonna say with a. There's actually its own yeast, a beer to guard yeast, which hmm. has like like bright apple and like all sorts of really really delicious notes that sort of contrast the the malt and we made one for thanksgiving because garrett oliver said beard guard is like the best oh, possible thanksgiving you're gonna... pairing beer and i would say saison is number two um but yeah that that was a tough one i wouldn't even get that. i don't think lauren would get that 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 description was awful i've only i've it only doesn't ever... say anything yeah it sounded, honestly to me it yeah. sounded like a doppelbuck yeah when you, when you when you said like a lager lager with a malty you know malty lager I was like oh Schwarz beer like, yeah as soon as when I like that what, what's the one that we did before the liked beer liked beer liked beer liked beer, <laughs> <Liked> beer. <laughs> we we <laughs> gotta pull we, your mouth tight liked beer <laughs> we we <laughs> Hogan, Hogan's bureaus yeah. <laughs> We did, <laughs> we did a, uh, we did an episode with, uh, Jim Adams from Levante and we did their, uh, we did their Schwartz beer and we were like, Oh, this is a really good Schwartz beer. And he, and under, he, kept he just, he just kept under, us. under his breath Schwartz beer. Yeah. He just kept saying, it. we were like, Oh, we're just gonna keep doing this. Yeah. It's a <laughs> really good Schwartz beer. Schwartz beer. Lauren makes a great Schwartz beer. <laughs> we were I'll trolling give you a, him. I'll with give it. You, we just kept I'll saying give you a piece it. of trivia. We made a Schwartz beer and now Schwartz beer is. One of the most common styles in Pittsburgh. Cause or effect? I don't know, man. Something. We had Schwartz tug. Schwartz tug. <laughs> um, we had a whole party about Schwartz beer because I love it that much. We had uh, so I I remember I think I've only ever had one beer to guard. It and was, that was uh, experimental. No. Oh, I don't know. If, did I, I have? A, I thought we had a beer to guard from him. You might have drank that. I don't. Okay. I don't think I had a. What beer to guard did you have? The Conshohocken smoked beer to guard. Oh yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, Conshohocken made a smoked beer to guard. It's possible. Fancy. Yeah. Yeah. It was it, that was I, I I felt like a real beer douche then. <laughs> this yeah. was this this was like 2015, 2016. <laughs> I, I was oh, like, <laughs> no, dude, it's smoked I've, smoked beer to guard. <laughs> I've only had I feel like that's the story of beer to guard. Everyone's like, I've had one because yeah. like it's so infrequent and hard to find. And yeah, nobody makes it. It's, it's like, just like it's a a multi ass beer with this yeast, which Lauren and I discover because we're making the second. Yeast. We're making a beer de printemps, which is beer of spring, which is a paler version of beer de guard. Okay. The yeast paler and fresher. You can tell. You can tell that the the yeast is used to being cold stored because it takes fucking forever. It's to fucking like, my production schedule, man. Just yeah, with four please. barrels, I bet. <laughs> it's just, like, just yeah, for a minute. Like, come on, like, can you just on. be done already? <laughs> can I just get into that tank. Ben's like, let's right do a beer to garden. Lauren's just punching tanks. <laughs> Yeah, Lord. The first time we did, what it take three weeks for that thing to just finally 
Yeah, and it was Shut like the fuck up. It was like fucking like ten degrees in Pittsburgh, and Lauren's like, "It's too cold in here. It's too cold in here, Ben. We need some fucking heaters Wait, in here." That's a that's a cold. brisk Pittsburgh day. Yeah, that's that's a good day. Now, when you're us. trying to make a Belgian beer that needs to be fermented at eighty, yeah. <laughs> you want esters in this beer? Yeah. You want this thing to ferment? <laughs> but yeah, it was like a month. It had a month in the tank, and I was like, "Yeah, it should take two weeks. It'll be fine." Yeah. And then SpongeBob cutaway. One month later. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's this beer. I think it's going to be We did do sell that take. beer out in two hours. So we that did. was gone. Yeah. <laughs> like four, we, four months of work for two hours, and you're like, God damn it. Yeah. This is great. Exactly. But see, son you of a see, bitch. You understand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Every time we sell out a beer in like a couple hours, I'm like, son of a bitch. Do you realize that that took like two weeks of my life? <laughs> <laughs> but you, so you guys, you guys did the beer to guard, and then. You did another beer, another beer style that Dan and I have talked about on this podcast a ton that we love that does not get made anywhere. That's the grisette. Yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. The grisette. That's what we did with Hannah. We made a hibiscus grisette with Hannah. Yes. So she did the she did the everything the light touches with naked, which was the goldenrod and calderon. Yeah, she did that with the seed, I think, or this. Yeah, it was the seed. Was, yeah, the seed. And that was one of the best grisettes I've ever had, but I've only ever had two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I'll. Um, I mean, Sly Fox does their grisette yeah. once a year and it's grisette season right now. Yeah. yeah. Which is come on. That's one of our house beers, actually. And the what's really cool. And that's a little brand story for you is here in Pittsburgh. There was there. I mean, in Pennsylvania, there's tons of mines, but in the the burbs of Pittsburgh and the North Hills, there was a mine called Wildwood and Grisette was a mining beer from Belgium. Is that right? Belgium, right, Lauren? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a Belgian and style, yeah. So ours is actually extremely controversial because mm-hmm. we went so far back with the resurrection that Lauren pinpointed the opinion that that beer is not supposed to be tart. And it was only tart because it sat too long. So a lot of grisettes that you have, there's mm-hmm. sort of two camps, super clean and crispy and mm-hmm. just like a crusher. Like you could Cut drink, forward. you could drink like a growler by yourself, which I did in the experimental batch and didn't know it, uh, or it could have a little tartness. And so mm-hmm. there's a tart grisette and there's a regular grisette, which we assert is supposed to be a really clean table beer, which is supposed to be like a crusher. I feel like is the tartness had... like due to like exposure to something like a kind of like a Brett Saison gets a little bit tart. It's like, the, yeah, the I think that's the idea is that it was consumed so quickly because they made it and just drank it. It didn't have time to, to get tart and that the tart aspect came from, you know, from sitting and okay. just prolonged from sitting. Uh, but from they, it, yeah, if you look it up in the, in the history books, it, it, it does say that it was, so there was Saison, which was, you know, left out kind of and it used you know it was fermented hotter grisettes were fermented cooler because they were for spring uh so they didn't have as much uh you know phenolics in it and then uh it didn't have enough time to get tart you just as soon as it was ready to go you drank it it's my it kind like of beer the, it was like the iron city of belgium Lauren <laughs> hates that but that's what it was it was like the blue like, collar belgian beer it was like the exactly i would like an icy light please well. yeah it's kind of like like steam beer is made for like the coal miners in yeah. like yeah. california and everything mm-hmm. yeah and so ours like i'm not kidding you like it it's one of those beers where like somebody cut like this this happens in embarrassing 
amount of times people walk into to our brewery and say, do you have, do you have like Bud Light, Coors Light? And I'm like, ah, oh, man, no, I got Grisette. And, and they walk out and they're like, they walk out with two four packs. I'm not yeah. kidding you. It's like $18 a four pack. They're like, this is, is, I could get like 60 Coors Light, but this beer is so damn good. It's one of our most requested beers. Um, and it's just like, it's one of the, it's like resurrections are such a fun, fun thing. Cause you uncover mm-hmm. these beers that like, that's probably like in the top five of my favorite beers. It's just such a crusher. It's so good. It's just no nonsense. And, uh, yeah, it's fun. It's, it's clean. It, you know, I I've had other gazettes before and I was, I was like, Lauren, what, what, what is this? She's like, well, you know, it's not supposed to be tart. I was like, wow, man, my mind. Yeah, we could it's just rocked. do a whole podcast on historical beers because yeah. uh, one of my top five historical beers, pre-prohibition lager. Like, oh yeah, like just all the corn, oh, yeah. all the corn. Give it to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we yeah we have a we have a brewery out by us called Stickman that uh, they do they, experimental series. experimental series where they they're doing they kept bringing. Some of these styles, yeah, they, like steam beers, steam beer was, yeah, they, when California they brought back Comet, yeah, the California Comet was, yeah, it was great. And then they did the, uh, the pre-prohibition yeah, lager. Yep. It was, it was great to have those styles come back because I mean, we, we grew up kind of, we had a, uh, we had, you know, anchor steam was always like the yep. beer at concerts for us here on, at, uh, shit, I would buy, I would buy cases of anger steam. I know that shit was great. So just having a California common come back in. I recently had one that was sour and I almost threw it at the person. <laughs> I'm not going to name the brewery, but I was like, why is this tart? <laughs> right. There's a bunch of Belgians who say that about Grisette. I'll tell you what, man. Um, all right. So we are about to close out here cause we are up against it, but, yep. uh, real quick, um, uh, Lauren, Ben, uh, Favorite style of beer. You have one beer to choose for the rest of your life. To Desert drink. Island. Desert Island beer. What are you drinking? Schwartz beer. Ooh, all right. <laughs> no hesitation. Love that. I love it. Yeah. It could even, it doesn't have to be a style. It could be an actual specific beer. Yeah. Too. Uh, I'm going to pick only our beers. That's for sure. <laughs> mm. All about the marketing over here is branding. <laughs> That's right. Don't get high on your own supply, except if you work for a brewery. <laughs> um, shit. <sighs> you know what I'm going to go with? This much because I'm here. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with ESB. Ooh. And I'm going to go with uh, our ESB because I, I love that beer. It, it just right. does everything you I want it to do. good ESB. Yeah. It's, it's sessionable. Like, I imagine myself... When I retire, I'm going to move to England. I'm going to buy a historic house. I'm going to live in a village and I'm going to go to a pub and I'm going to drink the same damn beer <laughs> on hand every, every time, every single <laughs> time I go in there. So and it's going to be a, a motherfucking nice, ESB, a nice room temp ESB. Yeah. yeah just right on the engine. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be there when they, when they firk in that bitch and I'm going to, I'm going to drink that. So it's going to be ESB for me because like it, it does everything. It's crushable. There's English guys going to be like, here's that guy who's going to say firkin' that bitch when he walks in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to wear a t-shirt. I'm going to have 10 of those t-shirts. That goddamn Yankee's coming in here talking about firkin' that bitch. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like he's trying to brand this thing. I know. Um, That's awesome. Two two styles that we have not had yet. But I was going to say, no, we had the Schwarzbier on and we had Mutt. 
ESB. No, no, no. I mean two two styles that have not been picked. Yeah, oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. It's two styles that have not been picked. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So that's it. That's it. That's, that's it. Nuggets. Yeah, we are we are we are up against it, but thank you guys so much. We're a little this over. Is, we went a little, a little over. over. I was gonna yeah. say we we had some fun. Yeah, no, fun this was this was very fun. You guys were great entertainment. Uh great beer. I yeah. mean, it, it got me stoked on Necromancer, but it also got me a little sad that I can't get Necromancer all the time over here. I know. We we <laughs> no, we have we have it's all right. It's all right. We have Ben's email address. We will inundate him Venmo. with emails <laughs> like Hey man, send us your Venmo. We'll, uh... I got a Venmo QR code from some guy named Dan. <laughs> <laughs> they say, I will say, you guys send it out. It was on my step today, which I was, I was sweating bullets. <laughs> I got, I got a, like a ring notification. That the UPS guy was here and I was like, Oh, thank God. I got home. Beers were, beers were cold. Oh, sitting cold in 80 degree weather out here. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, we don't fuck around, man. We got, send it in insulated packages oh, yeah. with ice packs and some sick, yeah. ass, sick ass stickers. Yeah, this guy, that's right. This guy that's brands. right. This guy brands. Ooh. Um. All right. Yeah. So, guys, thank you, guys. Thank, thank you both for coming on with us. Yeah, this and, has been uh, a ton of fun. Yeah, um, so much. We fun. love learning about other breweries outside of our little bubble here, yeah. and. Um, you guys have a unique approach that we haven't had on the podcast before. So I'm so, um, I'm just so angry that I was, when I lived out in Pittsburgh, it was like, I was drinking Jacob's best <laughs> That's all. because there was no, no such thing as craft beer. Then <laughs> it was just rolling rock or Jacob's best. It was Jacob's best and underage drinking fines. Yeah. Community service. Yep. <laughs> yep. That was it. <clears throat> um, but yeah thank you thank you both for coming on uh we really appreciate it um very much enjoyed your beer um so plugs i know you guys have the uh you have the philly invades pittsburgh uh festival coming up in what two weeks next weekend next weekend okay. oh shit yeah wow. next week coming up yeah, next weekend yeah, <laughs> yeah not this ne- not this weekend not, not this weekend yeah not next easter week. weekend the following yeah. which like i mean if right. you're gonna have a beer fest at necromancer do it on the day zombie jesus day was <laughs> let's go yeah. i'm in yeah yeah we and that um it would have worked out uh, as resurrection kind of like <laughs> yeah the og right there yeah. um, but uh yeah we uh, two we should have released a great beer ah, damn it lauren <laughs> we're supposed to be on this um yeah two sessions of 300 people each i think there's like 20 tickets left or something uh, yeah i like think session, so, session one sold out session yeah so two if, is, if it's like almost sold out like we're 95 percent sold out with breweries and pa so yeah. if you want to come and get philly yeah. breweries in necromancer and drink necromancer yes. drink necromancer giant ass space ignore all the tickets. ignore all the philly breweries because let's let's be honest they're pretty subpar oh. i mean warwick ugh, what are you gonna have a citrus and mosaic come on <laughs> just gonna have a haze bump yeah what are you gonna do you, you gonna have you gonna go up to ryan season be like hey what are you gonna do Sabro, cool bro <laughs> Jeez, wow if you got show up they're gonna like they're gonna find you and they're gonna be like hey asshole i heard your review on instagram <laughs> yeah. hey cool man you're doing oh what did jay trogues uh... are, are we going are we going heel for that eventual uh yeah. wrestling match is that what we're trying to do right yeah, now? okay cool. yeah 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 we're gonna have a wrestling ring in the brew house 
Uh, Lauren and I are going to be the tag team champions. We're going to beat <laughs> everyone. It's going to be great. Time oh, look bring, at that. Time to bring Get the old out. knee brace out of retirement. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stone cold stun you. I'm going to need to go to Costco to get some gold bond. <laughs> um, I'm going to be chafing the whole Yeah, time. so uh, at Brewery, I think breweriesinpa.com is where you go get the uh, the tickets for that that whole... Yeah, it's, a, it's on their website. Fiasco. So. <laughs> that whole shit show. It's going to get um, and there's a ton of great breweries around the area. Obviously you're going to be at Necromancer, have Necromancer. Uh, but you have Trace, Hitchhiker, uh, uh, um, why am I blanking on Andrew? Uh, Dancing, Dancing Gnome. Gnome. That's the one. Uh, yeah. Apparently money's going on Lauren being the, uh, Thanks, Jen. Wrestling right here for you. Right here. <laughs> you've, been, you've been a champion. Jen's a special home. shout to, to special be, shout to Jen. To be fair, Jen's a Homer. <laughs> Pittsburgh Homer right there. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, but guys, thank you very much for coming on uh and, and sharing your beer with us. Um what do we got, Dan? We got uh do you guys do you do you both have anything that uh did you want to promote? Anything outside of that? Anything else coming up? Nah man, that's it. You don't want to uh, uh our one year oh, okay. anniversary yeah, that one. is on May twenty-first. <laughs> uh that weekend we have a bunch of events. Uh, planned so that'll be dope uh one please come to down. that if yeah, you're around year. yeah that whole one year thing we've got some we've got some cool beers we're doing we've got four releases that weekend so yeah we, one of them is called, one of them is called bitter as death and the gallows it's a resurrection called merce burger and it's like so many IBUs, you don't even, you can't even calculate it because that's what it was. So. I, ju- I just heard a thud under the desk. Yeah, sorry. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to be that close to the desk. <laughs> yeah, we got our one year, and then we got Pride. We're doing a giant Pride, Pride fest. fest. Um, uh, we're, June ninth through eleventh. Yeah, we have like a pretty crazy event like april may june and then we're gonna go on vacation for like forever so <laughs> one, <laughs> one of these days dan and i are gonna take a, a road trip out to pittsburgh yeah and- i feel like uh we'll talk we'll talk about it after the podcast but yeah we're, we're we gotta plan something get out there yeah Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. Good time. oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah we need, sure. yeah we we need to hit up necromancer we need to go touch adam's uh adam's uh uh neck scarfs <laughs> from uh from trace, trace. <laughs> and we need to uh we need to shake down we need to uh, go shake down andrew at uh <laughs> dancing. dancing gnome for not answering our text messages anymore <sighs> yeah left us on red he's a busy bee yeah um <clears throat> all right uh plugs uh, uh, uh social media uh, uh necromancer brewing and then i'm little low pgh and I'm Necromancer Brewing. <laughs> Are you who we were talking to via DM? Uh, it's it's either me or Aaron, most okay. likely Aaron, because I never look okay. at the DMs. I was just so. wondering if you were referring to yourself as like Ricky Henderson, like Ben's going to reach nah, out to was, you soon. <laughs> I was definitely Aaron. Aaron's the Instagram story and DM guy because gotcha. okay. he yelled at me. He's like, Ben, you never answer the fucking DMs. I'm like, my bad, dude. So, <laughs> I always so want, there's like duty. three different inboxes that go in, bro. I was like, <laughs> I don't know how it works. I was like, Hey, we, it's you like know, Gmail, we, man. <laughs> we, we sent an email. We didn't get anything back. He's like, Ben's going to reach out to you. I was like, is this Ben? 
Is Ben just talking to us in third person? It's definitely not because Lauren, Lauren every day is like, hey, Ben, you know those 10 things I told you to do yesterday? Well, Ben does not remember. It's like, it's like, it's like Ben, is there, there's now 11 things you need to do. So Aaron, Aaron manages the inbox. Um, Dan, what's our, what, what do we, what do you got for us? Guys, follow us on all social media. We haven't hit a single POD drop. I know this whole time. Well, we don't talk about untapped as much anymore. Wow. We got to get it back up. But guys, follow us on all social media. It's at Best Best Friends Pod. That's Best Best Friends P O D. Hell yeah. Uh, guys, um, send us an email. That's how we get most of our breweries actually on this. So yeah. um, if you have a suggestion for a brewery, if you are a brewery that wants to come on and hang out with us, uh, bestbestfriendspod at gmail.com. That's bestbestfriendspod. I miss the POD drops, man. Follow us on Untapped. Uh, Untapped stinks, but uh, our Untapped does not because we don't rate any beers. We we're just like, list we're, them. We're like six months behind, but we'll get there, uh, guys. Yeah, I get a whole <laughs> box. I just need to sit down and take pictures. I just I need to do it. Uh, untapped. Uh, it's just at Best Best Friends Pod, right? Yep. Best Best Friends POD. Yeah, you, you thought we were done with POD drops. We've got like two more. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, if you're an audio only listener, shame on you. Uh, get on, get on chat, uh, get on stream, get in the chat, uh, ask questions. Um, yeah, you're just, you're dumb for just listening to audio only, you know, get in the, the video feed, get in Tuesday nights, Tuesdays at eight. I think that's our, just our time now. I know. I don't think we ever committed to that, but it, it it's, it is what it is. Tuesdays at eight. Um, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch, a little different. Best best friend, uh, twitch.tv slash best best friends podcast, twitch.tv slash best best friends POD. You guys can still hear me, but my cast, my laptop ran out of batteries. Oh, (laughs) I'm out of here. (laughs) Dan's Dan's still here in spirit. I'm here. I'm liquor. He's I'm literally a necromancer. I just got resurrected. That's just the there he went. Wow, I could still hear him. It's so unreal. I know, right? <laughs> um, other than that, oh, oh, Ben's gone. Ben's out too. And we can't hear him because he's muted. Help! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's it, right, Dan? That is it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the spirit of Dan. Um, all right, everybody. Uh, Sometimes dead is better. <laughs> Necromancer, Necromancer Brewing. Check them out. If you're in the Pittsburgh area, go there. If you're not, bug them. Maybe they'll get statewide shipping soon. We don't know. I'm we'll try. Oh, hey. <laughs> uh, we 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 personally hope they do because I will order just just an absurd amount of beer from them. Absurd amount of Pacific gravity. Yes. I just, I want an absurd <laughs> amount of that. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get out of here. Dan, you know how I feel about you. I love you. Always have. <laughs> From beyond the grave. <laughs> uh, All right, everybody. And it's not goodbye forever. It's just. One more POV. Goodbye for now. I'm not the type to say I told you so. All right. And uh, as you know, uh, I mentioned it. I mean, we're 111 episodes deep. Tom, I, I thought you're. I thought you're nope, done this. No, I will never be done this until uh, justice is served. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. 
That was the fault of the Clinton family. God damn it, Tom. All right. I'm over here. I'm over here on the other side and Just sweaty palms. Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein's right next to me because I'm dead. Did um, he tell you that the Clintons killed him? No, he said he, he said it was just, you know, he was done. That's the, no, he's, he's covering it up. Okay. Clinton's killed him. Uh, best, best friends podcast episode one, 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 one. We yeah. out. See you. Hosted by Dan and Tom. Best best friends pod. Hosted by Dan and Tom. Best best friends pod. Hosted by Dan and Tom. Best best friends pod. Hosted by Dan and Tom. This podcast is hosted by two bros. By two bros. So crack a beer and laugh at some videos. Videos. Superhuman jump through barbed wire bricks. Fuck this shit. Hang out with little lunchbox. Become a cluggalet. A cluggalet. Sometimes I'm a stouty boy, sometimes lazy. And this podcast is both. So it's all for me. Best best friends pod hosted by Dan and Tom. Cindy Crawford's a fan. How could you go wrong? So many pods up there. Were it the ones for me? Epstein is still alive and listens to.